0: Hello and welcome back to the latest episode of Underbench Staples. We are your hosts, I'm Patrick. And I'm Russell. And And it's it's big week. It's time for a big... Surprise, it is even though they called it a little surprise, yeah, as the contestants entered, but um, it just got bigger as
1: they walked so towards bigger. it because it wasn't small, it was far away, so yeah. Smaller. The closer that they got, yeah. the bigger yeah. that yeah. it became, yeah, yeah. I get that, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so how are you feeling overall about the concept of big week?
1: Um, overwhelmed because it's so big, um. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of wasn't expecting too much from it. I kind of think if this is the theme that we're going to go along each week, that there's kind of like an abstract theme. I quite like that. Mm. We've had the secrets of your success. These surprises are all big. So I'm intrigued to see how big it gets by the end of the week. As in, will there be a gigantic service challenge? Oh, yes, please. Will there be an offsite? The first offsite? Well... Possibly cause The are thing big. Well they're, they're, they're all over
0: it now it, Yeah but is it still a closed set?
1: No 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 because no, all the guests are coming in They've yeah, all the judges true, coming in and everything true, true. and they've already had the uh, service challenge with whatever what 30 odd people in there so I'd say I'd say we could be seeing something like that we haven't any we, I'd love that we could spoil it because we just press the button that says preview next few no. episodes but uh, <clears throat> I like the surprise I like the surprise of it all um, really interesting challenge so what they had the largest mystery box ever until next year when they have the larger one again just for just screw us around I love that it was like what do you think is in it we had a few little predictions ourselves. Ralph predicted that it'd be hilarious if it was just like a single orange in there which would be quite funny I thought there might be a kitchen I know that's weird and then I'm like but it's a mystery box that's never going to happen but I thought maybe it might have been a piece of equipment or several bits of equipment inside there Um, but then I should have just assumed it's going to be ingredients
0: Mm. What did you think? I honestly didn't have a thought in my head Mm. as to what was inside it. Mm. Obviously, I knew it'd be abundant inside Mm. and they kind of opened it quite quickly I think so Mm. that told me that it isn't anything too crazy and it turns out everything in it was large. Yes Um, at one point I was like oh genetically modified
1: crops eh (laughs) but no it wasn't quite so we've got a yellowfin uh, tuna a barrel of wine and nobody used it. And no one used it Uh, Parmesan um, Tobler. Can we talk about the Toblerones? Where the heck were they getting these gigantic,
0: massive Toblerones Is from? Is that produced in Australia? Have they got no, it's
1: produced on produce- a mountain in Switzerland, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, isn't it? Yes. Uh,
0: there
1: was loads of herbs. There was an orange tree, a leg of prosciutto, bags of peanuts, like being in Five Guys, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, cassia as well. Huge, yeah.
0: So cassia.
1: many... Big things. Rhubarb.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Orange tree. All of those kinds of things. So the challenge was quite straightforward. You had 75 minutes. The bottom three got into the pressure test. And you had to use at least one of the ingredients there. And your underbench staples. Mm. You couldn't use the pantry or the garden.
1: Mm. Very fair. So let's go through a couple of the contestants.
0: Well, before we do that, Jock gave them kind of a steer slash kind of an ultimatum. Because he said... Because this is pig week, you need big flavours. Mm. How about we all focus on that? Mm. And I thought that was quite telling because it's at that point in the competition that the judges kind of know the background of the contestants. They know the things they're good at. And it's now time to kind of crank up the gas and amp up the skills on yeah, shows. I think so. So he kind of indicated that.
1: And I guess also, obviously, there's three going into a pressure test tomorrow, which isn't ideal. Um, but it is kind of turning around and possibly saying some of you have been playing a little safe and some of you haven't experimented enough so you
0: know I'm expecting something more than the standard this time do you think it's correct that there's a three going into that pressure test at this point because it's still quite a uh, big group and three mm. out of them is tiny I I, I I kind of expected it'd be five I it. it I would think 5-2 as well. However,
1: not to go th- too far ahead towards the end, I think they would have struggled to pick two more who were at the low level mm. without essentially questioning very, very minute things. Yeah, I think 3 was right because it was three people who had... Failures in the end, in in various ways, which we'll get to, I'm sure. So, uh, who do you want to pick up off first in terms of what uh, excited you or I interested mean, you?
0: Trend alert: ice cream, sa- ice cream sandwiches.
1: Yes, we had three. Oh, three is the magic number. Like uh,
0: three ice cream sandwiches. If you saw all those ingredients, I'm struggling to think like how do you get to ice cream sandwich immediately? (laughs) Because like (laughs) abundant wine, cheese, tuna a whole orange tree Ice cream sandwich I'm not getting (laughs) the ice cream sandwich That's a really good point actually And the amount of people who chose a dessert and there was just the chocolate, the rhubarb The orange The peanut and the orange Mm. that I think kind of headed that way Like, How have half of you chosen a dessert? Well, if you go on the underbench alone... Yeah.
1: you got your eggs, you got your milk, and then they've probably been all told, give pasta a break, um, which Addy didn't hear, uh, and made pasta. Or, or Larissa. Or, or Larissa. Um... So I wonder if there was a bit more experimentation because of that. The other thing is, wasn't there a challenge last week where Jock said something along the lines of, and I know that was an off-camera thing, but he said something along the lines of, I would make some ice cream sandwiches. And lo and behold, no one made ice cream sandwiches. And maybe they eventually started to hear that and think, okay, that's something that they'd like. Mm. But I guess... 75 minutes ice cream, effective with flavor. I guess peanuts sends a lot of people into that kind of territory. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, 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 the... Cassia. Cassia. Um, that too, probably also for getting the flavor into the, into the milk and egg and everything, and sort of custard essentially. I wonder if that's why it went into that frame of mind. Mm. Um, and I guess easy to bake something. It's kind of like a hot and cold. You're able
0: to bake something in a way. Um, Let's talk about a few of those. Yeah, okay. um, So if we zone into the ice cream sandwich, we have Antonio, we have Phil and we have Kath. Mm. So Kath was the first of the three to, to kind of indicate that her plan is ice cream sandwiches. I thought her presentation was a bit home cook yeah it was a bit sloppy looking a bit simple and yeah. small um, um,
1: <clears throat> they looked they looked soft ice cream as opposed to like a harder set ice cream they looked delicious delicious and the flavor sounded really, really good. Orange, in orange, in the biscuit, and I think. Uh, orange and cassia. I think cassia. it was in the ice cream. So, re- like, gorgeous sounding, and obviously just effective enough.
0: I um, would put that as the third yeah. of the ice cream sandwiches. I agree. And then going up to the next place, I would probably rank Phil.
1: Yeah. So Phil uh, was really uh, up shit's creek without a paddle because there was no meat and two veg here. Uh, couldn't go for that. But really, really glad again to see. Uh, him go a little bit off I Added a Toblerone cream with an orange twill, kind of giving Terry's chocolate orange vibes. Added in a bit of orange zest on top for extra flavour into the into it all. Um, you you questioned whether it
0: constitutes a sandwich. It was a tiered thing, so it had the cr- the crunchy biscuit, biscuit at the biscuit base, bottom. Yeah. Then it had, I love that he had the ice cream in the Mm. mould. It had the ice cream then, and those weren't quite even layers, just as an extra point. And then a really, really thin, tuile, brandy snap kind Mm. of thing on the top. So Does the sandwich
1: have to be uh, the same vehicle? Vehicle
0: on the top and the bottom. To me that's just like a tiered dessert because it, each tier is different. I would think of a sandwich as you have the same thing on either side. But I think everybody enjoyed it. So it was gorgeous
1: sounding like I get where he was going trying to get Terry's chocolate orange style flavours. Mm. Really nice. Um I'd probably market it as more like a frozen cheesecake potentially. It's probably more closer along those lines than an ice cream sandwich myself but
0: good job so then in the top spot I think we're agreed in the ice cream sandwiches Antonio's the hidden middle can we just let's get to that at the end because not only what were the
1: biscuits looking stunning the he also put it into a mold to get a shape and then took out a hidden center and then put the caramel in there
0: genius and movie. then he also drizzled yeah. the caramel on the top to genius. present it like i just think he hit it out of the park in terms of the ice cream mm. sandwiches mm. so um yeah. but interesting that two of those were the kind of top three at the end. So even though quite a few people chose ice cream sandwiches, in the end it was actually kind of smart because two of those ended up in the um, kind of organic top three. Who should we go for next?
1: Um, Melissa did a creme caramel uh, which didn't really get a huge amount of attention Um, but it looked fine. It looked a little bit messy. I did like the look of the um it's like a caramel, nut, praline kind of vibe uh, going on on top. Likes the look of that, but it,
0: it could have been a bit more refined. Um, staying on the sweets. Yeah. How about we talk about the take on Snickers from Rue. Oh, I loved the sound of this. I
1: really like the inspiration from various chocolate bars as well. I think that's mm. always a good route to go down because you are very aware of how it should taste and how it should be balanced out in that kind of way. And I really like that she did that. In the eventual presentation, I wanted to leave the screen. <laughs> it looked perfect. It looked so good. And... Is, did she have a repeat Of the same pastry thing Did this happen Where a corner Just came off And another challenge or I something think that, like that? was in The first yeah, challenge Yeah
0: Almost But hey look It looked beautiful It looked Really great. really it nice It looked great Sticking on sweet How about we talk about Ralph and The milk tart Oh I heard that And I went Yes Yeah Yes. Yeah, I
1: was like, Mel, she was exactly
0: the same. Uh, so simple. It is just a kind of creamy custard tart, mm. p- pastry shell, and the flavours of cassia and orange.
1: Oh my God, though.
0: It looked so good. Even though, obviously, the presentation had been kind of on the hoof because the tart shell broke.
1: Yeah. Now... Is I think it was a great save because he, he chefed it up a bit he yeah. didn't just shove it all on the plate and go oh I'm sorry it doesn't look great he did actually make an effort to to almost make it look like it was fancy and supposed to be like this which was quite clever but on one front and this and this is uh, uh, this is me reading you now <laughs> Cat, uh, excuse me cats you weren't impressed by the presentation on cats was that because that was just simply done, whereas Ralph's had that little bit more effort, is it? Even though it was incorrect. Because I think they also kind of would take that kind of approach as well, as judges. Uh, is that a
0: question? Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. I'm just... I'm <laughs> I just trying, what haven't I'm trying got to... a clue how I'm involved yeah.
0: in this question. Well, it's
1: just... I don't know. Um, you, You're just having to listen to me uh, and my uh, stream of consciences. um. I'm just intrigued to know because they'd read someone for not having great presentation skills, um, especially if it's maybe a, a elimination, perhaps. But here is a dish that had issues, and it was broken and everything. But they just judged on the flavor in the end. I think you-
0: the thing you're trying to get at is: did they, are they being? especially generous in the feedback Mm -hmm. even though it's broken when if this was other contestants who they're harsher on yeah do you think they'd have been harsher i think the way he presented it was the only thing he could do yeah it was kind of in two halves quite messy but it still looked amazing You could still though. tell what it was yeah. so. I'm,
1: I'm also really, really, really happy That he got a clap
0: At long last At long last yeah. We said
1: in the last episode or two episodes ago That we really wanted to see Ralph Do something different And show off his skills a little bit more Um, One of his skills is heavy handedness With pushing pastry out of their uh, tart cases But gentleness comes with practice I guess in a lot of ways But it looked stunning
0: And it takes Tasted stunning. I mm. think that's the thing. Like if the pastry shell that yeah. broke hadn't got a flavor, they'd have been critical. Yes. But they commended it as perfect. And it looked quite like a quite a dark
1: pastry as well. I thought it had like, like stuff yeah. in it. It could have been peanuts. I just or something. wanted when he was when he was spooning it out of the bowl. Mm. I just was like, I would like just to run a
0: finger in there and have a go. I'm just gonna say that I think we said this in a previous episode, but There's things Every so often That are made That I would go Straight afterwards To the website To try to find The recipe of that And that is one That would be one Yeah Definitely Simple Effective But delicious You know It's really like that We're going to stick On on sweet here Because there's quite a few Deck No Brent Brent Um, So he did A peanut ice cream With a chocolate ganache mm. Sloppy Hip, hipster presentation. Like, no. like Because as in like, the chocolate ganache, yes, it is a sauce. I get that. Or like, a, it's like, sp- spoonable anyway. But, I would s- ask the same thing that you asked on the last contest. Yeah. of I think they're being very favourable yeah. to Brent because Texturally All of that Was The same bars Soft and yep. Other than A crumb yep. Okay yep. And I just like They kind of Praised it a lot And I mm. Couldn't quite Understand that um, Another sweet That was in there That didn't get A huge amount Of attention
1: I actually almost forgot she was there. It's Amy. And can we just talk about uh, the presentation of it, which was akin to when you go to Torremolinos for your summer holidays, (laughs) you go to a Chinese restaurant because you're 12 years old and you're on holidays in Spain. So you go, yes, Chinese food. Absolutely. You go to the dessert fridge and there is a choice of a penguin with vanilla ice cream in it. A lemon sorbet that's in a lemon or an orange sorbet that's in an orange. And she kind of took that kitsch, campy kind of vibe and made a cake. I assume the cake was baked ex- in ex- outside of it and then just shoved into the orange.
0: I think it also had an orange syrup, syrup over it as well. And Toblerone crust or crumb or something like that. Um... I was like, I want to hear more about this because that looked beautiful. Also, if this was a challenge to feature an ingredient, Mm. Amy would have probably come top because, like... Visually, it's there. You cannot escape it. And as Jock said, like, because you served it in it and the time it sat in it, the cake... Almost absorbed more orange. Mm. I thought that was clever. I'm just gonna talk about three people who we did not see what they were cooking or where they were or who they were or why or when. Robbie. They were Grace, Alice, and Robbie. Yeah. They were there at the start, they were in the lineup at the end could not tell you what they chose or made.
1: I saw Robbie once with a bit of fish and I think he was cutting some a a leaf of something and that was all I saw. Like... I get time is precious on these things, but please feature every contestant I didn't her. just for a few seconds. And like we're we are really paying attention because we're
0: writing notes as we mm. do it. So we're like, okay, I didn't see that person. It's a bit weird when they do that. So Rhiannon and the Goslame. Mmm. I'd say of everybody, the most inventive on yeah. the ingredients yeah. because, kind of. Unexpected mm. to use mm. those ing- ingredients in that way. And she got great feedback. They called it generously filled. It had a great color from the frying pan. Mm. The presentation, I felt, was very, very simple. It was just slopped on the plate. Yeah. That's slopped, thrown on the plate. I mean could we have jazzed it up? And she also said, this is her on a plate, which I've heard for, like, the last eight things that have ended up on a plate. <laughs> yeah, <true>. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, everything is you yeah, on a we're plate. Get, we're getting, we're cool. getting a sense of that. Um, Can we go to Larissa?
1: Lar- oh, Larissa, 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 Larissa. Um, making pasta, making a doppio ravioli, which... Andy warned against in terms of the sauce in particular. I think Jock warned against the making of it and Andy was like, what about your sauce?
0: So they both were there with warning signs Mm. and they weren't heeded. And I think that threw her and even as they gave her that advice I think it frustrated her because she had Mm -hmm. a plan and of course you take the judge's advice um, and then... (laughs) In the judging, they called the whole effort mediocre. Mm.
1: If Not you're great. just back... If you are just back in the competition, you've had a week off, <laughs> you know, it's kind of disappointing to see. Really, really, really high hopes for her, but they're starting to fade now. Only because we've now seen two occasions. The last time was with the shoe challenge, where another filled dish um, I guess in a similar way where it wasn't balanced properly in terms of the quantity Mm. wasn't filled properly and there's just a chaotic cook in the last five minutes Yeah, and this seems to happen when it's not familiar food so once again why is she not going with the familiar things when there's a risk of especially there's a risk right now of you've just come back and now you're going into elimination straight away afterwards in a three-person in a three-person one um why wouldn't you do something that is in your wheelhouse i get you're trying to impress but there's other opportunities to impress yeah um so it's really it's really annoying because i'm really rooting for her i really like her i want to see more of her food but I fear we might not be seeing much more of it.
0: So, yes, she does end up in the bottom three and going into tomorrow's pressure test. Do you but know who else that, is? Theo. Yes. And the other sweet. The other sweet. The last sweet.
1: And someone else. was The last savory.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll, get we'll actually just get to into those the, next.
1: Isn't that funny <clears> how <throat> we just got to the bottom three at the very end of this, naturally? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Theo's um, rhubarb. He didn't even want to call it a Milfoy. Was it that he couldn't pronounce it, or he just didn't want to say it because he wasn't? I think he was just too
0: proud to call
1: it that. Even in the original, even in the original um, bit of yeah. it, he didn't seem too confident that he could do it as a Milfoy, um, which I think was fair. I think it's a huge ask. He was doing rough puff in a short amount of time. I get that they had the blast children and everything like that, but yeah. that's, a, that's a tall order.
0: Yeah. And at the point that the pastry didn't work, you wonder, could he have served it in another way that it isn't? like Because on the Meal Foy, you have it in a tier yeah. and the judges have to cut down through it. Yeah. And then if it's hard, it'll smush everything. Mm. If it's that airy pastry it'll just flake Mm. so you kind of think like if he presented it in another way could he have gotten away with it so as if if he uh
1: instead of putting it how it was weighing it down more or making them thinner potentially like they still would have been short cakey in style
0: but it wouldn't have even just like cut them into square cookies or something like Mm. i I don't know but Um, In the judges The the, the rhubarb though The colour of it Yeah Stunning But in the judges Feedback They commended Mm. You know That he tried But it it had failed And then they just Said And then you made a jam And you piped some cream Mm. And basically At that point The way they were talking You knew he Was going into the bottom
1: fair It is a Milfoy Like he, he, He set out to make a Milfoy Okay? Is a Milfoy not pastry, a flavoured jam, kind co- of uh, gel, whatever, and cream? A like creme pa- type of thing. Is that not the very basics of what it is? So why, again, it, it, it kind of goes back to the time when we talked about the microwave the other week, where it was like, why are you being so snobby about a microwave? That, that That is what it is. And it's, I guess it's, very complimentary when it works and very damning when
0: the elements don't work I I think they were just taking apart the main element and the main thing that took the most of his time and they basically called it this is technically wrong so technically it's a failure Mm and if they're judging everything else there mm-hmm. kind of isn't anything else to judge true 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 but the jam did look amazing yeah the, we were admiring the colour of it looked really good then moving to then we get to Declan yes um, who was going to go sweet first yes he said
1: I'm uh, I say I'm glad he's gone to fish because that's his thing but uh, he probably isn't right now the second
0: he read the, uh, what he was going to do or spoke it I was like huh. Is, it, is there one element of the ingredients that confused you? Peanuts. Peanuts. I I can't admit that I really cooked tuna
1: before. I've never cooked a tuna steak before. I've barely eaten them. I have eaten them, but barely eaten them and a normally sesame seed crusted or something along the lines if they ever are.
0: Peanuts and tuna. Well, <laughs> <But> peanuts <laughs> crusted on the outside, then pan fried... I'm, I'm really struggling to, to, to understand that as a flavour. And like the glimpse of it in the pan, the crusting hadn't no. been even anyway. So it, it looked well when it was sliced up and you had the beautiful, uh, you know, the
1: the raw middle and everything. It looked beautiful on the mm. plate. The puree was like, w- did he just spin a roulette wheel of, of, of things and it was like, you know, crusted... Uh, I won't do the sound effects again Crusted uh, Tuna steak On one thing And then And a Puree Of Pumpkin Like Mm. It
0: It just seemed very disjointed When It didn't have to be Mm. He could have done Some gorgeous Kind of Poke thing That Peanut In a way Could have been A small ingredient In a wider Mm. Dish But I just feel that directly slapping the chopped peanuts on the raw tuna and then frying it was incredibly odd. And then you had, like, the autumnal puree Mm. underneath. And then fried mint leaves? I know.
1: Trying to be fair because I'm trying to go through what was available and what is available and trying to think of if he is going to use the tuna. And he was the only one... To use the tuna? Well, possibly Robbie. Robbie did, but it. possibly, yeah. Um, if that is the case, what could he have done? As in, well, like the wine, nothing to do with that. The uh, whatever herbs
0: were there. Possibly. Well, to me, mm-hmm. this—the only fish—is yeah. the red herring, because everything else is kind of. A fruit and umami. Everything is kind of going towards like either Italian or like a fruit-based dish, and then there's the tuna in the background. Orange so. and tuna would that go well together? I mean, it depends how you use it. I was, um, I was thinking. I kind of had two ideas of the thing I would do, mm. so. The tuna definitely intrigued me mm. But because you haven't got the pantry And you only have the underbench You haven't got the soys The ponzus mm. All of that mm. stuff I don't think mm. Is a soy? I don't know We should know it The podcast is
1: named after We it.
0: will investigate that yeah, After yeah. this episode And that could be our special episode
1: Where we just talk about those ingredients To get, get, get the numbers up. up Okay
0: To the number um, So I was intrigued by the tuna I was thinking pickled rhubarb Mm. a quick pickle on the rhubarb, that keeping the tuna almost raw and possibly something else. But the thing I would have done, which will probably surprise you, I was going to go sweet. Okay. So I was going to use the peanuts and the cassia to do a kind of horchata ice cream Mm. because those... Two things exactly aren't in horchata, but the the essence mm. of it. And then I was going to have that alongside a chocolate and pumpkin tart.
1: Ooh, nice. Very How nice. How about you? So I loved during this episode when uh, Andy, Jock and Mel were at the side talking about what they do and... <laughs> Jock asked Andy, Andy asked Jock. Then Melissa just started talking and Andy had to go, whoa, 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 whoa. Tell me what you'd cook. And she was trying to dodge the question. She sure was. Which is exactly what I'm doing now. Um, I would struggle a little bit. I would struggle a little bit with this. I'd probably gravitate towards the rhubarb myself. Mm. Um, Definitely do something sweet, I'd say. I'd probably do... Uh, a really nice kind of like rhubarb and custard tart or something along the nice. lines of that very basic but like uh, that, that, that's the type of struggle kind of challenge and us two as cooks you're probably more of a mystery box type of guy whereas I'm more like the full pantry and gardeners yeah. required type of gal so it just makes it a little bit more difficult um, for me when I see these things and the limited ingredients and um, but my my mind just goes straight to something in a shell, something that can be baked, and something that can be added to quiches or tarts and all of that yeah. stuff. So
0: nice. I'm very basic like that. I apologize. So then we have uh, an unofficial top three, that is yep. Phil, Antonio, and Ralph. And then we have the three who are going to go into the pressure test tomorrow, Theo, Declan, and Larissa. Okay, smash and pass time. hmm um the, the the thing is there were so many in this episode it's hard. Yeah. Um only one. You go first on smash. Uh for my smash I'm
1: probably going to say Ruse Tars <sighs> I really, really, really like the sound of that. Really good. And especially because she did the um, Ferrero Rocher one. Wasn't Wasn't it hers in, the, in the episode one or something like that? And yes. I think I was like, yeah, no, yeah. I wouldn't eat that. Yeah. Now I'm like, no, I'd like to eat this one. Thank you very much. And your pass? My pass, I'd probably say um, Declan's. Just because I'm like, this does not work for me. Flavor-wise at
0: all. I'm going to go for smash on Antonio's ice cream sandwich. Mm, mm, Really... mm. I just think the perfect uh, example of an ice cream sandwich. And I would also say Declan, but I'm going to put Brent in there mm. because I don't think that was correct. And I think they glossed over it in the in the edit.
1: Mm. Very interesting. Very interesting.
0: So tomorrow is going to be the biggest pressure test they've ever set as early mm. in the competition. They had the highest clash ever. And it looks like... It's Lamington's
1: Yes So join us uh, tomorrow After the show airs On W At 7pm uh, On Sky And UK TV And other places And other providers I'm sure has the channel too It's a very popular uh, Means of watching television If you're enjoying it Send us a tweet Or send us something On Instagram And let's chat about the episode If you're listening But from the two of us Until tomorrow bye. Bye Bye